Hello and welcome to Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. I am Elvis, your host, and I'm here to let you know that this is a not-safe-for-work podcast. We are teachers at the end of the week and really the end of our ropes, and we'd like to be able to talk honestly and openly about education without having to worry about losing our jobs. So we'll be using pseudonyms throughout the podcast, hence the Elvis. I'd like to start by giving a big shout-out to all of our Patreon subscribers out there. That's right, for as little as $5 a month, you can go to Patreon and join the Teacher Needs a Drink Patreon. There you get access to over a hundred special pieces of exclusive audio content all over the place. We have exclusive episodes, we have drunk tales from the bar, we have interviews. There is a lot. You should go in there and check it out. Some of my favorite stuff is to listen to some of the lost episodes, some of the first four, five, seven episodes that we ever did. Different tone, but same host. It's really interesting. Anyway, you should sign up and do it now, just like these awesome people. Let's start by thanking eccentric ESOL lady, Terry J, Justin M, Tracy B, Miss Wonderstats, Quentin P, Ekebex, Mistress Mischief, Natasha S, Miss Anthropy, Princess Buttercup, Dragon Lady, Kel C, Helena C, Aaron B, Stephanie S, Maggie M, Texas Teacher Kristen. Miss Sunshine, James and Allie J, Jody D, Samantha D, Lisa C, Rachel, Jen Genie, Exhausted Band Director, Kimberly K, Jessica A, Swiffle Ave Owners, Amanda F, Ariana L, Physics Runner, Steph, Michael M, William P, Aldrich T, La Scorpionita, Britt M, Teresa H, Biker Teach, Marsha M, Christina B, Kristen B, Jason F, Abby B, Sarah B, Regina N, Josie S, Sam B, Mary E, Jamie B, Kristen W, Vanessa J, Mary C, RJR, hey, we got your message today. I'm happy for you. Kristen C, Johanna H, Irma A, Nemi, and Sarah N. Thank you guys so much. I love you all, and I appreciate all the support you give us. Also, if you'd like to support us, you can help by signing up by signing up for our Patreon. I just said that one. <laughs> no, now I want to talk about our sponsor, the amazing, the beautiful Lud Lamb Dramatics. If you are a theater teacher or no one in your building, you should go to ludlambdramatics.com and look at all the amazing resources they have for your classroom. That's right, Lud Lamb Dramatics is one of the few providers in the U.S. for exclusively educational theater products. Even if you're a history teacher who's being forced to do a play, go to Lud Lamb Dramatics. You'll find something that works for you. All right, friends, we have a wonderful little podcast here. I hope you guys enjoy it. It's episode 169. <laughs> yeah. All right, my friends. Peace, love. All right, here we go. A uh, bunny, could you lead us in, please? <laughs> Oh, I didn't. I didn't prepare anything. Um, just let them from your mouth. Balls, 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 balls. <laughs> All right, welcome to Teacher Needs a Drink podcast. I'm Elvis, your host, and joining me today, I have Mr. Count Chocolate. You do have Count Chocolate. Greetings and blessings to everyone. Hi. Hi. Here. Also with us today is Miss Bunny O'Hare. Hey, Elvis. Hey, folks. Hey, doll. And last but not least, we have returning to the show Miss Shirley Temper. Like Miles said, I'm a truth teller. Some people just can't handle it. <laughs> what's what's his response to that? It's really good. Um, it's a dangerous thing to mistake uh, speaking without thought for uh, mistake speaking without thought for speaking the truth. Don't you think? Yeah, that's brilliant. She goes, are you calling me dangerous? 
And he goes, we'll see. <laughs> he is so good. I saw a great thing on Instagram was how come I, it didn't stir me at all. See him as sexy James Bond, but see him as a gay detective totally turns me on. I was like, oh, <laughs> all right. I disagree. But still. <laughs> well, folks, today it's MLK weekend. I hope everyone has been able to contribute to peace and tranquility in the world. If either just in their corner or out and about in some way or another, or at least had some good reflection. I chose peace and prosperity by just getting my ass off the streets and my daughter and I went and saw Avatar The Way of Water and while it was beautiful, my God was that long. So long. So long. That's what she said. It is. So long. So long. So long. But it's been a weekend. I'm curious about you guys. How have you been doing? How are you choosing to spend your day today, Miss Bunny? Bunny, 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 bunny. Uh, We took it pretty easy around Casa O'Hare. We did some adulting and, well, I mean, except for Fufu, she didn't, she did zero adulting today. Um, and then we went to, we went to get dinner tonight and we discovered that the Fufu is a big fan of noodles with Alfredo sauce. So there you go. Oh, girl after my own heart right there. She was, she was going after it with her bare hands <laughs> and like, and it just a circular motion, bowl to mouth, bowl to mouth and, and, no maternity test will be necessary. She's that's, definitely mine. That's the only way to eat it, though. There's a beautiful feeling when the kids discover pasta and are just shoveling food in their mouth. I really like it. Count? We took care of some things that we're going to need for the school week. Um, there may or may not have been some cooking of some ribs. Mm, yum. And there will be some partaking of that once we conclude. But uh, it was pretty chill. Um, and there may have been some teeth cleaning appointments early in the morning. <laughs> oh, but yeah, it was pretty, uh, pretty chill and check some items off the list. So I feel like I had a productive day. That's awesome. And Shirley, what about you? Well, um, slept into a late eight o'clock and did some more embroidery. I've done two embroidery kits since the new year started. And, uh, got a massage, which was lovely. My tailbone hurts, so I'm probably gonna have to go see the, the bat cracko. And, um, the most interesting part of my day was when I got home and there was a package on my front porch addressed to me. And when I opened it, there were two RuPaul little people figurines. What? Two boxes. And I was very perplexed thinking, has my Amazon been hacked and or has the littlest temper tantrum placed an illegal online order? We haven't had that happen yet, but knock on wood. And then I read the note and it was from Bunny. So my RuPaul little people are going to um, make some some drag show appearances and there will be photographs for our group chat. Yes, pictures. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> to, to be fair, uh, Mr. O'Hare spotted them online and came to me and said, is this something that Shirley Temper needs? And I said, absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Do it. Yes. And so. I giggled for a solid five minutes and it made my day. So thank you. And thank Mr. Mr. Bunny as well. I, I surely will. You are most welcome. You said surely will. Surely will. Surely. (laughs) From the Reddits, and this is from user Cam Tillion. Are wizards real? Hello, 
as an aspiring elementary educator who is currently a high school senior, I was wondering about the appropriate way to respond to a child in certain situations. If you have a student who proclaims to the entire class that wizards are real, what would be the best way to respond? I'm currently watching the Netflix show Ginny and Georgia. On season one, episode two, there was a scene where a kid truly believed his dad, who is in jail, is a powerful wizard locked in Azkaban, a prison from the Harry Potter series for dark magic. When he said this aloud in class, another kid called him dummy and asked the teacher to explain how wizards aren't real. Ever since I saw this scene, I can't help but wonder if the right thing to do is to tell the kid that wizards aren't real or just go along with it. Have you guys ever experienced something similar in your classrooms? My immediate instinct is to lie and go along with it, similar to how I would react if a kid asked if Santa was real. Hopefully this is the right place to ask. I'm genuinely curious since I'm planning on being a teacher myself and want to prepare for the future. Ooh. So... I'm curious, guys, what's your take? Are you going to tell kids wizards are real? Because, I mean, I have had the elementary school student tell me that dad's on a business trip and he's going to be overseas for a while, but he'll be back in about six to ten months or something with good behavior. And I'm like, oh, hun, no, I know for a fact your dad's not overseas, but it's not my job to burst that bubble. But this was a little bit different. Shirley? That's interesting. Um, I teach high school. So um, at their age, if my students believe that wizards are real, I, who am I, you know what I mean? To, to tell them no. Honestly, I say it's, it's just keep the magic alive. Pun intended. Uh, well, that's so cool. Well, you know, buy into it. I, I had a high school junior that was convinced I was a vampire because I read I wear red lipstick and apparently I'm very pale and you know, who's to say I'm not. Can you <laughs> prove that wizards are real? Can, aren't real? Can you prove that I'm not a vampire? No. Well, first thing is we have to tie you up and like put you in the water. Cause if you drown, you're not a witch. If you say, I can't oh. swim. So if you weigh, you weigh I'm the same drown. as a duck. I yeah. believe it's if you weigh the same as a duck. It's an African mm-hmm. duck, or I don't remember. No, that was a European swallow. Oh, that's it. That's a different bird in the movie. Mm. <laughs> Count. What about you? What's your take on this? I was just thinking about this. I I have two responses. One, I'm not a bubble burster, and if I can't outright prove something, I typically just kind of roll with it. Like. Huh. Could be. Who knows? Who's to say? Stay tuned, and we'll see how this progresses over time. Um, but I also have had a whole lot of conversations recently about just students or kids with vivid imaginations. Like, they still have this great, robust, vibrant, childlike imagination. And I love it, because that's where these great dreams come from. Like, as a child, like, I think I can do this. I think I can fly. Sweet. You know what? Let's go ahead and get you some wings and see what happens. <laughs> so I don't want to be the person that disrupts any of that. And by all I'm means, nodding you, along. You can't see it. me, but right. I'm I'm nodding and clapping my hands for you. Oh, yay. I'm not as scared of you right now. But, yeah, that's where I stand. <laughs> Bunny, what about you? What's your take on this? Are you going to burst an elementary kid's bubble? Or are you going to let the other kids in the class do it for you? I I am with the Count and Shirley on this one. I am not going to burst that bubble. As 
As a kid who believed in Santa for probably longer than was normal, I I am not going to be the one to kill the magic. So um, I'm just going to kind of let their let their peers handle that. In the grand tradition of of killing most magic, kids usually handle that on their own. Yeah. The one thing I wonder is at what point do you actually nip the fantasy or the untruths or the magical beliefs in the bud? Because what if you have the kid come in like, oh, yeah, no, we don't need sex ed because like the Grand Panther comes in every fourth night on the hollowed moon. And that's what makes the world pregnant. I mean, you don't want to interfere with someone's (laughs) religious beliefs. But every now, like, oh, kid, something dangerous is going on in your life. I I think that's. I think that's the line, like, as long as it's not putting anybody in harm's way, as long as it's not dangerous, like, if a kid is going to test their ability to have super speed by running across the freeway, then yes, I'm going to put a stop to that, (laughs) but um, as long as nobody's in danger. And there is something called the internet, so at some point, chances are... They're going to do a lady Google search and maybe they'll have a little bit more clarity. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, as long as they just don't run into like that one dick. My standing rule, though, is if a kid says my dad told me or my mom told me, I generally just kind of nod my head because it's followed by anything like Biden's going to blah, 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 or vaccines (laughs) are going to make you drop dead. And I know that if I try to give this kid any info, it's going to blow over my face. Like a thousand times because that kid will go home and say, well, Mr. Elvis said that. And then next thing I know, I'm in front of a school board populated by like Republican little tinfoil hat people. And yeah, I don't need that. in my life. You just very sarcastically say, well, sarcastically in your heart, say they sound so smart. Yeah. <laughs> your dad sounds like a very wise man. I hope that works out. <laughs> Next, we're going to be doing a reading from the Teacher Needs Drink Contact page. So, my friends, this is from the Teacher Needs Drink Contact page. We love hearing from you guys. You can hit us up through the website, teacherneedsdrinkpodcast.com, and you can leave a message. It doesn't even cost money. You can leave a voicemail or, you know, type it out. And our friend here, we're going to call them I Heart Red Shoes, left a message for us. And so... I heart red shows. Shoot, I heart red shows. I heart red shoes. Here we go. <laughs> I have been a classroom teacher for 15 years. This will be my final year. The stress and anxiety has taken its toll on my health, both mentally and physically. Before oh, has taken its toll. <laughs> the stress and anxiety has taken its toll on my health, both mentally and physically. Before Christmas, I applied for another job. I've been called back for a second interview. If they offer me the job, I'm going to take it. What are your thoughts and experiences with teacher quitting mid-year? Love the podcast. Well, I heart red shoes. I have opinions, but I'm going to let my host talk for a little bit first. Which of you would like to go? What's your opinion, Count? Okay, we've we've talked about this a little bit, but I, I want to reiterate this. There is no job. Um, that is worth you sacrificing the stability of your mental health or compromising your own physical health. Um, and I'm not one to bash (laughs) education, but 
if you're an educator and you're in a toxic situation, get out. I don't care if it's the first week of school, first month of school, first semester of school. Like, nah, we're, we're not going to jeopardize our own sanity and mental health. So what are my thoughts? If you have a better opportunity, that's perfectly fine. You take that opportunity, you don't look back, and you keep it pushing. Good. I like that. Shirley? I am going to second that. I think that if there is a job that excites you and that you are unhappy professionally where you are, then you need to do what's best for you. I also want to remind you that educator guilt and teacher guilt about leaving mid-year is nonsense. You should not feel guilty. Your job is not to cater to the educational system that you work for. It is to do what's best for you and your family. And, you know, do you love some of your students? I'm sure you do. But that is not a reason to stay and stay in an unhappy place. Mm-hmm. Bunny? Um, I will second and third all of that. Second to Shirley and third to Count. Um, it's, I know for me, I would feel conflicted about it as well. But in the end, they will replace all of us. Like we are cogs in a machine to like in a way. So if it has come down to the point that you are miserable and another opportunity presents itself, I mean, we're replaceable. So do what you need to do to safeguard your mental health and your stability and doing what's best for you and your family. Like the school, the school system does not care about us. It is our job to care about us, which is really freaking hard to do because like what Shirley said about teacher guilt and about loving our students and we we presumably most of us go into the, this profession because we give a damn about other people and that leaving you know yes it does feel like you know we're letting people down but the school district doesn't give a crap about us like we are we are just there to do a job, and if we are no longer able to do that job, then, you know, bring in somebody else who's more interested in doing it. Yep, I agree. Now, the one thing, I, I first, I agree with everyone. If you are in a situation where it is toxic to you, where you are feeling miserable, where you are dreading going in, not even just every day, just like every Sunday is ruined because you have to go to school the next day so you can't truly relax. If you are in that situation, you do need to go ahead and get out because it's not worth it for your mental health. It's doing you no good and your mental health is not going to get better just continuing to do it and hoping it gets better. So a lot of times the best thing to do is to jump ship and go find another job. Now, the one reality check I'm going to throw at you is that this job is open in the middle of the year because someone else vacated it. And it could be for a number of reasons. It could have been like a maternity leave. It could have been just like, hey, they had another job for somewhere else. Or it could be there and just like the complete hell class. But a lot of times, a new adventure, it could be so much better for you. And just because it didn't work out for somebody doesn't mean it's wrong for you. You can still give it a try. But just have a little thing of caution that sometimes popping in mid-year isn't always the best. So keep your eyes open for the summer and for the following year. Like 
get this little breath of fresh air, go try a new adventure, knowing that, you know what, you've made the jump once, you can make the jump twice if you need to. So go go bravely into the wind there, my friend. Go, I heart red shoes. We believe in you. Slay. Yeah. Hey, guys, guess what? What's that, Elvis? What's up? We have a Patreon! Yes. Oh my God, I thought it was a myth. Nope, it's R-E-O-N. true. We Yay. have a Patreon. And you should join it, because for as little as $5 a month, you get to hear all kinds of extra and bonus content on our Patreon feed. Just this last week, we put four new pieces of content. Some were 20, some were 15 out there. And it was great. It was Tales from a Teacher Convention. I have two uh, amazing stories from a teacher at a bar. We had some time with Lady Shathia and her husband. There's just all kinds of great stuff. So you need to go out there and check it out and sign up for our Patreon and do it now! Woohoo! Yeah! Woo! Yeah! Do it. Do it now. For today's Would You Rather, would you rather have legs for arms and arms for legs, or everyone you don't want to see naked is always naked? <laughs> so once again, would you rather have legs for arms and arms for legs, or everyone you don't want to see naked is always naked? My friends, where What's are you leaning? Me? <laughs> Should I? My, quest- my question is, how, how do I convince myself that my celebrity crush I, that I do not want to see that person naked. How do I convince myself of that? <laughs> Read problematic rumors about them. Oh, no. Destroy no. half of them. Count? Oh, oh gosh. Um, arms for legs and legs to arms? I know. I, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm wondering how I'm going to walk. Like, yeah, I was just wondering if you'd go upside down. Or would you yeah, walk like a crab or a dog? Because <laughs> that blood I hug somebody, head, Do yeah. I hug somebody with my legs? Yeah, nope, you do. Nope, nope, That's a little bit awkward. Do we? I guess we just, I, I don't hug anymore. I, I, I don't know how to say this about something really bad, but I don't know if there's a whole lot of people that I'm like, oh, I don't want to see you naked. But, like, I'm sure there's a lot of people that I'm just like, thank goodness you're wearing clothes. Oh, gosh. There's a I'm lot going with people. arms for uh, yeah. arms for legs and legs for arms. I that, really, I I I don't. <laughs> That's more simple because I really? feel like the most of the time so far, my answer has been I didn't really realize I didn't want to see them naked until I saw them naked. I was like, oh, I didn't have to see that. Oh, I could have done without that. Okay, but it's very rare that I encounter. Like, I don't think I ever encounter anybody, and I say, "Oh, thank goodness, I don't have to see them naked." Yeah. So there's not a really big on. list, <laughs> except for like, well, no, I don't even think that. Oh gosh. Mm-mm. I'm not body shaming nobody. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm not. Yeah. I, I think there's a difference. I'm not doing it out of body shaming, but there's some things I wouldn't want to see. Like, let's say I go to a bowling alley and it's like, hey, it's the granny style bowling competition. <laughs> all the people are naked. I don't care <laughs> who they are. I don't want to see like be? these little taints and everything winking at That's me. That's so funny. I'm down. Let's go. Let's go. You I mean, know my you're answer. You're going, I'll go too. 
<laughs> for sure. Are people going to know that I'm seeing them naked? Like, will they like, oh, wait, that it's you. Matter. Hold up a second. Is, this, oh, is it like shallow hell? I don't know. What <laughs> if it was? Like, oh. <laughs> when no one else knows that you see them you just walk, oh gosh. Oh. Hey, I'm endlessly entertained by this idea, so let's go. Speak on it, sister. Speak on it. You know what? I feel like my ability to have a normal life would go a lot smoother if I just saw the naked people. So I'm going to try to see everyone naked. I mean, wait, no, that's not the right answer. I'm going with the naked people answer. There we go. I feel good about that. Um, Bunny, what about you, darling? I need a loophole, friend. I, you know what? I, I'm trying to think of a loophole, but really, honestly, I feel like after a while you would just become desensitized to it. Exactly. So I will proceed with my ability to use my hands and feet as a normal functioning member of society <laughs> and just get used to the fact that you're going to be seeing some, some funkiness. I love it. At times, and like, I mean, like medical students and and nurses and stuff like that are like, and it's a body part. Like, so I feel like after a while you would become desensitized to it. They're so wise (laughs) and beautiful. Yeah, Bunny says we're gonna look at all your junk. Well, the people who's (laughs) we're going. If we like you, yeah. If we like you, we don't get to see you naked. Challenge accepted. (laughs) So what if I see them naked, then like it, then I don't see it anymore? Like it just yes, gone. they go back to having clothes on. They instantly become clothed again. Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. oh wait, that's a kink I didn't know I had. All right, there we go. Anyway, all right, friends, thanks for joining us for another episode of Teacher Needs a Drink podcast. I am Elvis, your host, and I am so grateful for the hosts that were joining me today. A big thank you to Sir Count Chocolate. I am equally as gracious as the chocolate would. Thank you for having me. I'm always, always, always excited to be here. I'm glad to have you here. And also, Ms. Buddy O'Hare. Thank you for having me back. It was a pleasure as always. I'm always happy to have you here. And last but not least, returning guest artist, Shirley Temper. She's afraid I will tweet an ethnic slur again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's real. All right, Don't my friends. Watch Glass Onion. <laughs> I love Glass, Glass Onion. Onion. Go see it. Watch it on Netflix. It's good. Mm-hmm. All right, friends, everyone, take care of your mental health. Take care of yourselves. Hug your neighbors. Squeeze. Put joy and life and tranquility and understanding and all that good stuff out in the world. Teachers, deep breaths, deep drinks. Cheers. All right, friends, thank you for listening to another episode of Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. If you have something you'd like to share with us here at Teacher Needs Drink Podcast, hit us up to the contact page of our website at teacherneedsdrinkpodcast.com. There you can either write us a letter or you can even leave a voice memo that we can play on the show. And we would love, love, love to hear some more. I loved hearing from I Heart Red Shoes today. 
I'd like to thank my hosts who are with me today, Ms. Bunny O'Hare and Count and Shirley. I love them all dearly. I'd also like to thank our sponsors at Ludlam Dramatics. If you are a theater teacher or thinking of becoming one, go to Ludlam Dramatics. They have some of the best classroom posters and resources. They are amazing. Last but not least, I want to thank all of our patrons who are out there. We put out a bunch of new content just in the last week for our patrons. I hope they're enjoying it. I hope they're still enjoying the show. You guys can do it for as little as $5 a month. Sign up now. All right, everyone. Take care of yourselves. Peace. Just breathe. I'm trying my best. All right. Love you guys. Bye.